Happy anniversary! Minuto! Kampai! Cheers! Uh, wow, it's been two years already. Alrighty. It's like a it's kind of a cool anniversary for us too, because it's like two years anniversary and we got married on February 22nd, 2022 on a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> so important. I feel like two years is an important thing for us. Minasan konnichiwa. Welcome to the Board Game Dojo's wedding anniversary special. I'm Eric and today with me is Simachan to talk to you about our favorite games to play together. Yay! Wait. Together? Yeah, two, two, two together. Why are we playing? Why are we doing two player games? Oh, uh, like two, two, two player. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, okay. Because last month we did our top ten games of all time, and we had a lot of two player games there. And half a year ago, we did top ten two player only games. So there'd be a lot of overlap, and I don't think that's very interesting. We should keep it interesting for the people out there. I think. You're right. Right. So today we're going to talk. We both picked five games that we enjoy playing with each other. They aren't necessarily like the best games in the world necessarily, but when we're playing them with each other, it kind of elevates how fun these games are. What do you think? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, so. I think that makes sense. So it's not ranking. It's just I picked five games. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're in any old order, so. My first choice is Ticket to Ride. Modern classic, I think. Mm-hmm. Ticket so to Ride is the game you have destinations and then to get to the destinations you need to make you need to build train tracks and then each train tracks has original color like pink blue orange to build tracks you need to collecting you need to collect cars to cors- correspond to the train tracks mm-hmm. people have the most destinations usually win yeah, you can get points from like building long tracks or completing destinations from one point of the map to the other, things like that. Yes. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of this on Board Game Arena lately. Why do you like it so much? It's very easy, not complicated. And then the one game lasts only 20 minutes usually. Mm-hmm. And then I usually play over and over. So <laughs> because it's very easy. And very relaxing, so I can play four times, five times in a row. Yeah, for sure. Do you now? We've played a, recently. We've played a lot of Ticket to Ride USA with the 1910 expansion, and we've played Ticket to Ride Europe. Now that it's on Board Game Arena as well, do you have a preference between the two? Mm, definitely USA. <laughs> definitely US. Definitely USA. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Because uh, I like USA map better because USA map is more square and then there's more way to get to the destination. Mm-hmm. But Europe is kind of a weird map. <laughs> you mean the European map is weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take yeah. that Europe. Your map is weird. <laughs> <laughs> also, also like I actually I took Amtrak when I was in US. Uh-huh. From San Francisco to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, That's a long train. How long is that train? Two nights, three days. Two nights, three days? In, oh, I've always wanted to do that. I never got it. Was it fun? Uh, Yeah, it was really fun. But one time is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those, like, one time to experience it. Yeah. Thanks. But it was a very, very cool experience. Like, there is a car for to see outside. Mm-hmm. And like I was able to see very beautiful 
uh, sceneries or starry sky around rocky mountains. Ah, oh, cool. And yeah, and there's a dining ki- dining ki- dining car. Oh yeah. As well, yeah. Was it actually good food? Uh, Sorry, we're not talking about board games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really, but uh, there's a one lady, like old lady, like she we we had kind of same table we we because like dining wagon is a little bit small so we need to share oh okay, okay. and then like she asked me like where am i from and then what do what do i do and then, yeah. I, at the time i was called a student mm-hmm. so like she uh she bought me a meal oh that's nice yeah <laughs> well, that's nice of her yeah it's it was very nice cool nice. so kind of like reminds me of my my personal experience uh okay so it's not just that the european map is weird it's also that like oh yeah i did this like kind of route also well. like european version is a little bit annoying why is that because you need a rainbow kind of almighty card oh yeah like you need like the locomotion to go in certain places and then sometimes you need to build a tunnel and that you have to like draw cards to see if you need more than what it should cost so, so. kind of thing yeah i think europe is a little bit harder Hmm, yeah. I think. For sure. I mean, for for me, like, I don't ask something complicated for a ticket to ride. <laughs> sure. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. I think that's why it's been such a good, like, gateway game for a while is that, like, you don't need that much experience with board games to be able to, like, understand the rules and kind of get good at it after a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, good pick. Good start to the thing. Thank you. So my first one is actually kind of cheating a little bit because I think nine of our games are probably going to be two-player games <laughs> but the first one is one that i actually think of as a game that i pretty much only want to play with you but it requires another pair of people to play it as well uh. I, it's decrypto i think of decrypto as a couple's game because so in decrypto you are set up in teams and it's very hard to like describe without the board in front of somebody but there's basically a board in front of you that is showing a couple different words and they each correspond to a number one two three four one person on your team is going to draw a card and it's going to have an order of those numbers of the things in front of you so i might say something like two three one i need to give sumachan clues that correspond to those words in that order sounds pretty easy right I mean, she can see the words in front of her, right? But the problem is, is that after the first round, the other team gets to guess first. And they're going to be taking notes as to, okay, his first word was baseball. His second hint was bat. His third one was football. Fourth one was basketball. Okay, I think number two is probably sports. So my hints were way too obvious because if they're able to steal it twice, they win. But also, I can't be so vague that Sumachan can't get it. Because if we get it wrong twice, we lose. So both teams are playing this game of like, too vague, too specific, kind of playing back and forth. And I mean, I just think it is at its best when it's played with couples. It's just my personal opinion. But like, I love bringing this to our friends and it'll be like Sumachan and me versus the other couple and we're just like playing a game of battle of the couples and of course we're undefeated in multiple languages so i mean that doesn't hurt do you think that we're undefeated because we've only played this with people who are playing it for the first time and we've played this a lot of times no comment (laughs) 
But I just think that this is a fun game. I know that like the majority of the list is like games we like to play together, but I really do consider yeah. this a game like I will probably only play Decrypto if you are there. I agree. That game is definitely for couples or friends well known each other. Oh yeah, definitely. Not for like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Oh. Uh, yeah, because you have to uh, be able to like, there are rules in which like you can, you don't have to follow a certain like degree of specificity, mm -hmm. but it has to be something that everybody at the table can understand. And that's allowed. So it might be, um, you know, a friend of yours that you all know at the table and that's a good clue for idiot. Yeah. Usually that's me when we're given that one. So that oh. usually I'm the hint. <laughs> but it's something like that. So yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely a lot more fun when you're playing with people that you mm. know. But yeah, that's my first one I want to mention is Decrypto. And now I will stay solid to games that we only play the two of us. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So what is your second one? My second one is Harvest. Maybe I had kind of recently biased because <laughs> mm. I think I uh, the last time we played Harvest was uh, a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely have recently biased. But put the, let's put aside that. The Harvest is a game about collecting vegetables. You play cards and then get three same kind of vegetables in a row. Mm -hmm. And then if you have three cards in a row, and then you can take it. Yeah, and you put in your score pile, right? Yeah. And there might be positive points. There might be negative points. Could be negative, could be positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so why do, why do you like that one? Because mm, I don't need to think about others. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have to think about others? Because like Harvest is like, like you there are in the pile there are lots of negative points uh-huh minus 40 minus 30. right like and then you don't want to like put in your field but you don't want to put like if you let's let's say if you decided to play with your friends you just met twice and then you don't you did and then kind of like trying to be in the way to make a relationship you definitely don't want to put minus 40 minus 30 minus 20. Uh in his or her pile right but like with playing with him like i don't need to think about that and then i can just put like my negative points on his field without hesitation ah, <laughs> ah. okay so it's like you enjoy the game when you're playing with other people, but specifically me, because you can be as mean as you want. Yeah. Like you can fully strategize as much as not strategize, you want, or... but just like coming from inside. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that makes sense, and it's something we said in the review video too, right? It's just kind of like everybody's kind of suffering in their own way because they're trying to do the best with whatever hand they have, good mm -hmm. hand or bad hand. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when you're playing with somebody, like when I'm playing with you, it's just like, all right. Sorry, not sorry, Simachan. Boom. Yeah, you know, like my dad, he kind of gets grumpy when he gets lost, and then like I don't want to have that time. Oh uh, yeah. So and then I know like Eric doesn't mind, doesn't mind he he gets lost. Uh. So, like, yeah. No, that's that that works. That's a good one. Okay. All right. So, and so, uh, yours. Uh, let's see. So my next one is one that we played a lot during COVID, actually, mm -hmm. and it is the Unlock series of games. Now, we've 
I don't think we've played a lot of exit games together. I've mostly done them solo, mm. but it's mostly actually because we played it during COVID. So Unlock is a series of exit room games or escape room games. And the thing that kind of differentiates the Unlock games from the exit games is that exit games typically use the box in some way. You might be destroying cards, you might be destroying the box, using the material. So it's very much a one-time use thing. Whereas the Unlock series of games typically come with three different scenarios in them. They have just a deck of cards for the most part. Every once in a while they'll come with uh, different props and stuff in there. But everything is reusable because you'll actually be like playing the game with an app as well. Mm -hmm. So during COVID, um, it was really hard and it still is hard to get the English version of these escape room games in non-Japanese to, to do it in English, right? So a bunch of expats, we got together and did like a group who all imported all the Unlock games and then we shared the cost and then we were able to pass it with mm -hmm. each other. So we did a lot of these with COVID. And I think that that's probably why it's on my list of things I like to play with you because it was like one of the first games that we like went through like all of the games in the series and we were able to do it even like it was something we could do on the weekends when we were tired from work or anything and still kind of getting used to working from home it was just like ah oh, this is kind of an escape in a way <laughs> get it escape room it was an escape from <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I it's more of a sentimentality choice i think um we haven't played the new ones yet i'm really interested in playing the ones that's like takes place in different board games but um yeah the unlock that's, series i think is a good that's one. a good choice i really like i'm i i remember that the one time when we played that no not only one time no, several times we were so irritated that the riddle or the the problem is so hard and uh -huh. then we had fight yeah <laughs> and then we like let's call it let's call it out tonight yeah let's call it a night yeah right but at the same time there was those moments, but there was also moments where I was like super impressed at just the, the fact that we think so differently worked out. And the fact that actually you were approaching words in English in a different way helped us in, in like a couple times because because there's like words in which like they have like a denotation, the actual dictionary definition and the connotation, the way we usually use it. And there were multiple times in which I was only thinking in the connotation of the word. And so I was like, I don't know what this word is supposed to be like getting at. And then you just went like, well, doesn't this word mean this as well? And I was like, yes, yes. You were thinking about that word like literally where I was thinking of it more emotionally. Textbook so, English. Right, exactly. <laughs> which which helped a couple times. So it was just, I think it worked out well that we were coming at the problems from a different perspective. Mm. So yeah. I think, yeah, I just, I have fond memories of doing those with you. Yeah, you're right. I, I quite like the game. And then the games, I think the games is for family or couples, right? Yeah, I think it, it, you can play as many as you want. I think I wouldn't play it more than two because there's only like a very small amount of things you can do and the cards are pretty tiny. One time but... we play a Scooby-Doo escaping escape room game with our friends. Oh yeah, that one is one that's made for like three or four players. Oh, yeah. several players. Yeah, that's a different series. Oh. But you're right, it's same kind of concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, the Unlocked series, I would I really recommend as like a couples game or maybe a solo game. What's your next one? Next one, my choice is Disney Villains. Ooh, another kind of sentimentality choice. Actually, around the same time we did the Unlock yeah, series. Yeah, COVID time. Yeah. Okay. What do you do in Disney Villainous? So you play as different Disney villains, and each villain has different win conditions. For example, um, Captain Fook 
who wants to catch Peter Pan. Scar wants to be a king. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So you draw, you draw card, and play to achieve win conditions. And you play heroes, hero cards to beat opponents. Whoever meet their win conditions wins. And why do you like this one? Because、mm, I grew up with Disney, Disney movies, more than Ghibli Studio Ghibli films, or. I often go to Disneyland in Tokyo,、mm-hmm. so Disney is very close. So, kind of like, ah, I I know this theme. I feel familiarity with the games. Also, you know, Eric also grew up with watching Disney films, so we can talk about like the first time when we watched this movie. Oh, like, or when we watched. Lately, you know, Disney do a lot of live actions. So when we、mm-hmm. play、um, the Lion King, so oh, like what? What do you think? Oh, do you remember the the day we we went to when we went to the movie theater to watch Lion King live action? <laughs> kind of like that. Wow, that was like one of our first dates, almost five years ago now. At this point, right? Right. Wow. Yeah. So.、Uh, Also, like theme is kind of fun. At, at the same time, like we can talk about like movie and oh, what's your favorite、uh, Disney princess or Disney prince or animals? <laughs> sure. Yeah, kind of not only playing but also the games gives gives us lots of、uh, topics to talk about during the game as a、mm. couple. Yeah. That's a good point. That's important in those kind of games, I think. Yeah, and then I can know about like how what kind of movie he he really liked when he was kid or very yeah. That's kind of sorry repetitive. <laughs> no, 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 not a problem. I think it's a good one. Yeah, that's always been a really fun one, and we had all the expansions at one point, so it was like we had constantly like. Good things, trying to do different combinations of the villains and things like that. Yeah, that was fun.、Mm-hmm. That was always a fun time playing that game. Yeah, I remember there is a、um, the Steamboat Willie, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like you show me your whistle. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're so good at whistling. <laughs> that would be for another video. I feel like. <laughs> Can you do that? Nope, nope, nope. We're、okay. moving on to the next on, one. On, No, because it's not that good. It's not good. It's, it's not, not. I'm not gonna put that in this video. No, yes, it, yes, you're good. Please. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next one is probably my most recent one on the list. And it is Infiltrators, a game that we got from Essen, and I'm pretty sure like most of the reviews I've heard from this are people playing it with three or four players. But we prefer it at two players, the two of us actually, which I think is actually the most difficult way to play the game. In Infiltrators, you are trying to deduce different cards that are on the table that act as suspects. Each one of these cards will have a color. And a number, and you can give hints to your teammate. It's a cooperative game. You're giving hints based on either the color or the number or even a multiple. 
So maybe the number that I'm trying to get Sumachan to guess is a yellow 12. Now I might be giving her hints that kind of first denote, okay, this is going to be a yellow card. But I might also be giving her hints that's like three, four, or not seven, not uh, 11 and things like that. So it's like, okay, cause three and four, they both went to 12 and things like that. And so, and it's really fun because as you go through the game, there is kind of a campaign book in which changes the rules just a little bit. The same basic rule set says the same, but just changes a little tweak. Maybe there's different amounts of suspects. Maybe you're not allowed to talk at all during the mission that you're on, but it's really fun to get to know these like couple different moves that you have in the game and especially when you're doing it with the same person over and over again. I'm pretty sure in the two years that I've been married to Sumachan, she has never given me a you're clever look more times than when we're playing this game when I get her clue after only like two hints, which is really cool. So you just start to like kind of get what the other person is hinting at to the point where it's just like you're almost speaking another language to each other based on mm -hmm. the rules that this game gives. Anyway, what do, you, what do you think of this game? Because we actually gave a full review of it, which we'll put over there. <laughs> mm, the first three, four games was a little bit annoying because like the way I well, the way I gave you a hint and then he way the way he gave me a hint was way different. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then during the game like we could not like we could not talk, right? So it was like mine is so simple, just trying to like kinda number and color is obvious, but like he was thinking he was w overthinking. Yeah, yeah. And like, why? This is so simple. Just say the number and color and then... I put a blue down and I put an eight down. Yeah. It is clearly a blue eight. eight. What are you doing? <laughs> that happens a lot. But after several games, like, like I, I started understanding like his like tendency or his kind of strategy in it. So, so, so you did right yeah and yeah that's that's true because you're almost starting to give hints in the way that actually makes more sense to your partners in the game rather than you so like i thought the way i was giving hints was clear so much i thought the way she was giving hints was clear mm -hmm. but then it was like okay no they're not getting it i need to change to like what makes sense to them mm. which was a cool way of kind of playing this game of like oh i literally need to think about them and what they are going to get because if you don't do that you're going to lose we lost the first mission like three times <laughs> like the tutorial mission we lost like three times <laughs> which is a good sign of a, like a hard cooperative game which is always good but yeah that's the third one i wanted to talk about infiltrators nice i like the game too yeah, yeah awesome what's your next one my next one is let's make a bus route the regular one or the dice game uh regular ones regular one okay. yeah what do you do in that game and this is also known as get on board if you're abroad this is the same game you make you make a bus route with the flipping cars and then in the in the car there is kind of shape sometimes straight line sometimes turn so it's random and then you follow the follow those cars and then you make bus route and then while you making bus routes you picking up uh, passengers and you stop by university stop by sightseeing places yeah, you're trying to get points. 
Yeah, the students want to go to the university. The tourists want to go to the sightseeing places, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Cool. And why do you like this game? Because uh, I think this is your favorite Sashi and Sashi game, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think I'm very like theme-heavy person. And then the, let's make a bus row. They're located, not located. They're, their theme is based on Kyoto. Yeah, they're in Kyoto. Yeah. They're and in Kyoto, yeah. yeah. That's why other games are in Kyoto. Oh, really? The Sashi yeah. and Sashi? Yeah, Sashi and Sashi are Kyoto. I didn't know that. And I like Kyoto. Like, since I remember that when I was kindergarten, I told my mom that I want to live in Kyoto once I get older. Really? I did not know that. I always thought you wanted to be in Tokyo. I, now I love Tokyo, but I used to say I, I live in Kyoto. And I love Ko Detective Conan. And then one movie is based on Kyoto, which is really good. So you should watch. Check it out if you're interested in. Called Case Closed Abroad. <laughs> and anyways, um, so I think people who have been to Kyoto knows uh, they have metro, like underground subway. But usually you, you got to walk or take in the bus. They have kind of like one day bus pass. And then with that, like you hop in, hop out, and then just go wherever you want. So Kyoto bus is really good combination. And then every time I play a game, like I, I, ex I explain him, explain to him like, oh, like when I went this, like around this area, uh, there is there are like very good like temples for for. Uh, autumn leaves or cherry blossoms or oh my friend lives here my friend went to this university such mm. also before we got married like we went to um the one of the best japanese restaurant in japan which is located in kyoto and every time i play can kind of kyoto theme games it, the how delicious it was like always that reminds me of the wonderful moment of the restaurant that how delicious all places are yeah definitely the kyoto is one of the places if not the place to go in japan for like traditional japanese cuisine mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons that usually when people ask us like oh i'm going to japan like where should i go usually we say kyoto it's definitely one of the places if you're if you're interested in like the traditional culture of Japan, traditional food of Japan. Definitely, if you're going to Japan and you can't get outside Tokyo, Tokyo is really fun, but get out get out a little bit. But yeah, I, I love Kyoto, yeah. so it's it's a it's a great city. I I agree, I like this one. Okay, so okay, yeah. So you're going for like ah oh, the sentimentality. It's so nice. I enjoyed our time, our dates together. I'm going to talk now about a game where we beat each other up a bunch. We're going to talk about Rumble Nation mm. and preferably, I think like I prefer the Rumble Nation like deluxe edition if I could choose, but if you have the original Rumble Nation, that's totally fine. Um, it's a game in which a, it's an area majority game in which the first half of the game, you are going to roll dice and place troops all over the map and the different maps have different numbers on them that denotes both the order in which you're going to do the battles and how many points they are going to be worth. But the cool thing is, is that's 
when the second half happens is you will go in order of those numbers. So two goes before three, three goes before four. And whoever wins that area, yes, you're winning less points, but you're also going to win reinforcements to every spot adjacent to that spot on the board. So maybe, yeah, you only get two points, but then you just added troops to the one that's worth five points, the one that's worth nine points, the one that's worth 11 points, and the one that's worth 12 points, and maybe that now just gave you the edge in those areas. So there's a couple different things to think about, and I prefer the Deluxe Edition because I like the like leader powers that give you kind of just a little push to a strategic uh, direction. So like there's some that are really good in the mountains and can move their troops a lot in the mountains or by sea, they can move it like across the board by ocean or something like that. And one of them is the guy that's famous from your area of Japan. Which one is that one? The one from Niigata? Uh, Uesugi Kenshin. Yeah, so you, you literally saw the card and you're like, I'm this one first, <laughs> right? But it's very cool because it's just like, it's area majority. There's like this combat kind of idea going on, but it's not overly aggressive. That mm. leaves people feeling like they just got bullied by the other person. Mm. It's just like, oh, you know what? I saw where I, I went wrong there. I want to play it again because mm. I know what I can learn from that thing. And that's exactly what happened with you because I had played this game a couple times. Mm -hmm. You had not played it before. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, okay, I'm going to put all my troops always in the 12s and the 11s and yeah. the 10s. Those are the highest ones on the board. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to win the 2, the 3, the 4, the 5, the 6, the 7, and then I end up winning those. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, got it. Wakata. I'm going <laughs> to do that. Next time I can win. Right, so then it was like, all right, we're going to do it again. And then it's just like kind of back and forth, like, like this kind of now we're in that point where it's like you win a game and then i win a game and then we change our strategies based on how we lost the last game i just mm. really enjoy that one and how many different ways there are to play with a rule set that probably takes what three minutes to teach four minutes to teach and plays 20 minutes mm. takes 20 minutes to play mm -hmm. yeah that's the yeah another kind of game that we we want to play over and over and over yeah, that's that's true. It's like 20 minutes, but we, it usually actually takes like an hour and a half because we'll play like three or four games of it, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's fun. I, there's, I think I enjoy playing with you. Why? Because it's just fun. Like, I think with Area Majority, it is one of those genres where there are a lot of people who have tons of experience in the genre. Mm -hmm. And it's not as fun to play with people where it's like, I'm not that experienced in the area majority genre. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to play with somebody else who is kind of like at the same level okay. of experience. It's kind of one of those. It's like when you play like a trick taking game with somebody who has like 200 trick takers mm -hmm. and they know like everything there is about every single trick taking method and strategy there is. And you're like, ah, this game might actually be fun, but I don't actually know because I'm just getting demolished all the time. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I uh, see. So, so what is the things in common that the the games you chose for this video yeah i think i think the games that i picked for this list are games that i prefer playing with you like when i think about playing these games mm -hmm. i associate them with playing with you like i said earlier in the video i like Decrypto by itself, I love Decrypto when I'm playing with you. I just like want you to be my partner in this game because that's when I have the most fun. Mm. So I associate the five games I put on this list with if I want to have the best time playing them, I am playing them with you I and see. not another person. Okay. How about you? How did you choose the games on this list? Mm, I think I mentioned earlier, but I don't need to think about how they would feel 
Mm. Oh, if I play this, if I kind of try to not, if I play this card, maybe they would hurt or they would hate this game. Mm. I kind of maybe sometimes I overthink a little bit, mm. but with you, I don't need I don't need to think at all. Yeah, a lot of these games you have on this list are actually can be played in a pretty mean way. <laughs> but and it's kind of like, you know, when you're playing with somebody else, you're just kind of like, okay, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. Where it's like when we're playing with each other, you're like, <laughs> not only can I, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take that. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I kind of have the tendency anything that once I start being fond of that. Mm -hmm. I keep researching and then I'm in rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so once I start, like, and then like Eric is the one I can say, hey, I want to play again. I want to play again, 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 again. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not somebody who needs to like play a different game every single day. We can play the same, the same game 20 times in a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's also really fun. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what is your last one? So my last one is Dracula versus Van Helsing. It's two-player only game. So every turn, you need to draw a card and discard a card. Whatever you card you discard, you get a power. At the end of the round, you compare the cards with your opponent. One person is Dracula, the other is Van Helsing. If Dracula has a higher card, they can convert one villager in the area into vampire. If Van Helsing wins, they do one damage to Dracula. You play this in rounds. Van Helsing wins if he can ki kill Dracula. Dracula wins if he can convert all villagers in one area into vampires. Or survives five rounds. Uh, I think you talked about this game with um, coffee table yep. games, right? Yep, that was on this video. Yep, we'll put a link to it. Yep. There? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully <laughs> we can put this many links. <laughs> this was not intentional, by the way. But why do you like this one so much? Uh, first of all, this is a two-player game, so it's perfect for playing with a couple or mm -hmm. two players. For sure. And so every time I play this game, I feel like I'm a CIA or FBI interrogator. Why? I don't. I don't. I don't think that at all. What, what do you? What do you think? Because, uh, like, let's say I'm Van Helsing and you vampire. Right. Kind of like uh, interrogator and then criminal, and I try to like find like what you try to do and then what you try to like think your next step and uh, trying to prevent what you're trying to do. Uh, so it's kind of like, oh, okay, so is Eric trying to change the Trump suit to win or is he trying to convert the villagers uh -huh. in this area versus this area yeah. kind of thing? So I'm trying, I yes, like, I know, like, because of he did this, so this supposed to be, like, he, like, this, the sign of this, so I kind of, uh. like, uh, I'm a kind of, 
the psych the elite psychologist <laughs> maybe i watch tv series too much <laughs> that's all right you're basically criminal minds what, what am i saying? yeah this this game has kind of gone back and forth too of like you'll win a couple games in a row then i'll win a couple games in a row and mm -hmm. then kind of back and forth we're pretty even on this one yeah is that part of the reason you like it yeah mm -hmm. definitely i really like games though we can win both of us can can both of us both of us could win like our win ratio is like 50 50. it's not like you win all the time or i win all the time like mm. every game is very good game yeah for sure i would recommend with this game too i don't think we mentioned it in our coffee table one too is like the player who probably has more experience in this kind of game should probably play dracula first because i think dracula is harder to win as Mm. For sure. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's much more easier with like Van Helsing because they just have they can win anywhere. They just have to. Mm, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, good choice. Okay, so what is your last one? Okay, so my last one is actually one of your favorite games of all time, which is probably helps oh. why I enjoy playing it with you so much. <laughs> and it's Wingspan. Oh, yay. Um, Wingspan, and this is definitely like, if I were to rank these in order of like games I enjoy playing with you, it'd probably be like number one because of the difference between like how much I would generally like to play it versus how much I like playing it with you. Mm -hmm. So Wingspan is a game in which you are going to be collecting these different bird cards to, you might have secret cards in which like might guide you towards some birds that you want, um, but you're going to be playing them down onto your board in order to uh, either gain food, lay eggs, which are points, or just gain more bird cards. And I would say like generally, I'm not a huge fan of just the base game itself. I pretty much only play with Osiris unless we're playing it on board game arena because I think it bounces it out a little bit better and I like the birds but I really enjoy playing this game with you because we take forever to finish this game because we are always looking at birds <laughs> during this thing or we'll make up rules of like we are only going to play cute birds or we've done things where we I've only played ugly birds during the game of the course of the game and we'll just like airdrop each other bird pictures as we're playing this game and it's just like it adds something to the game itself that is something that like, the mechanisms could never do that it's playing it with you and being like oh, okay like with the asian birds oh this one's from japan this one's from you know all these different like, countries and just like learning about the birds themselves it's not something that i would generally ever do at like a board game meetup i would never sit there and take the time and be like oh this bird is from this country and oh it's cute or no wait wait that is the ugliest bird i have ever seen in my life kind of thing like i would never take the time to do that but playing it with you and because we are playing it like in that way mm -hmm. it just elevates that game from probably a game i would usually have given a seven for the base game and probably with the oceania and asia expansion probably like an eight or an 8.5 it's a game that i actually like want to play with you all the time to the point that we got the nesting box that we could fit everything <laughs> together yeah. and yeah it's a game that now i'm like i don't think i would ever get rid of it just because of how much fun we've had together playing mm. it i know like after we play this game my instagram feed is all about birds because <laughs> <laughs> you kept like yeah because it's like aha you've been searching for birds you must love birds <laughs> yeah but yeah, I mean, of course, the thing is, too, is like, you really love this game. It's on your top 10 list. I'm not going to spoil where it is, but 
it's one of your favorite games of all time. So that helps too of just like you really love this game. Mm -hmm. So of course that helps to be with playing with somebody that is like, I love this game. I want to play this game. Mm -hmm. right? It's infectious. Mm. Right. But yeah, that is Thanks. my, <laughs> my, my number one one. And yeah. it, so anyway, that is our wedding anniversary special. Our favorite games to play together. That's like a, like a putty kura. <laughs> is it putty kura? Putty yeah, kura? Putty, yeah. putty, yeah. There's like the putty kura thing right there. Like, <laughs> I need like the editable face <laughs> right there. Before, before AI or TikTok filter came, like we went to like Purikura booths and then like the photo, photo booths. Yeah. Yeah, you still gotta go up here in Japan. You gotta go yeah. to a round one and do That's that. That's classic. Classic yeah. stuff. But thank you so much for joining us today. We will be on vacation for our anniversary when this video is posted, but we will still be having videos posted. So you can put those comments down below and tell us whether or not you enjoyed this video. And if you want to see more of Sumachan because she is very, very shy and refuses to come on very often. So give her some encouragement to come on here more often. Anyway, arigatou gozaimashita. Arigatou gozaimashita. Until next time. Janne. Janne.